The Age of Fable, Daedalus by Thomas Bullfinch. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by Alan Davis Drake. James Joyce in Context, Volume One, Telemachus, The Age of Fable, Daedalus by Thomas Bullfinch. Daedalus, the labyrinth from which Theseus escaped by means of the clue of Ariadne, was built by Daedalus, a most skilful artificer. It was an edifice with numberless winding passages and turnings opening into one another, and seeming to have neither beginning nor end like the river meander which turns on itself and flows now outward now backward in its course to the sea daedalus built a labyrinth for king minos but afterwards lost the favour of the king and was shut up in a tower he contrived to make his escape from his prison but could not leave the island by sea as the king kept strict watch on all the vessels and permitted none to sail without being carefully searched minos may control the land and the sea said daedalus but not the regions of the air i will try that way so he set to work to fabricate wings for himself and his young son icarus he wrought feathers together beginning with the smallest and adding larger so as to form an increasing surface the larger ones he secured with thread and the smaller with wax and gave the whole a gentle curvature like the wings of a bird. Icarus, the boy, stood and looked on, sometimes running to gather up the feathers which the wind had blown away, and then handling the wax and working it over with his fingers, by his play impeding his father in his labors. When at last the work was done, the artist, waving his wings, found himself buoyed upward and hung suspended poising himself on the beaten air he next equipped his son in the same manner and taught him how to fly as a bird tempts her young ones from the lofty nest into the air when all was prepared for flight he said icarus my son i charge you to keep at a moderate height for if you fly too low the damp will clog your wings and if too high the heat will melt them keep near me and you will be safe while he gave him these instructions and fitted the wings to his shoulders the face of the father was wet with tears and his hands trembled he kissed the boy not knowing that it was for the last time then rising on his wings he flew off encouraging him to follow and looked back from his own flight to see how his son managed his wings as they flew the ploughman stopped his work to gaze, and the shepherd leaned on his staff and watched them, astonished at the sight, and thinking they were gods who could thus cleave the air. They passed Samos and Delos on the left, and Lebenthos on the right, when the boy, exulting in his career, began to leave the guidance of his companion and soar upward, as if to reach heaven the nearness of the blazing sun softened the wax which held the feathers together and they came off he fluttered with his arms but no feathers remained to hold the air while his mouth uttered cries to his father it was submerged in the blue waters of the sea 
which thenceforth was called by his name. His father cried, Icarus, Icarus, where are you? At last he saw the feathers floating on the water, and bitterly lamenting his own arts, he burned the body and called the land Icaria, in memory of his child. Daedalus arrived safe in Sicily, where he built a temple to Apollo, and hung up his wings, an offering to the god. Daedalus was so proud of his achievements that he could not bear the idea of a rival. His sister had placed her son Perdix under his charge, to be taught the mechanical arts. He was an apt scholar and gave striking evidence of ingenuity. Walking on the seashore, he picked up the spine of a fish. Imitating it, he took a piece of iron and notched it on the edge, and thus invented the saw. He put two pieces of iron together and connected them at one end with a rivet, and sharpening the other ends, and made a pair of compasses. Daedalus was so envious of his nephew's performances that he took an opportunity, when they were together one day on the top of a high tower, to push him off. But Minerva, who favors ingenuity, saw him falling, and arrested his fate by changing him into a bird called after his name, the Partridge. This bird does not build its nest in the trees, nor take lofty flights, but nestles in the hedges, and mindful of his fall, avoids high places. The death of Icarus is told in the following lines by Darwin. And melting wax and loosened strings sank hapless Icarus on unfaithful wings. Headlong he rushed through the affrighted air, with limbs distorted and disheveled hair. His scattered plumage danced upon the wave, and sorrowing nereids decked his watery grave. O'er his pale course their pearly sea-flowers shed, and strewed with crimson moss his marbled bed, stuck in their coral towers the passing bell, and wild in ocean tolled his echoing knell. End of The Age of Fable Daedalus by Thomas Bullfinch